Let's get all sorted. I'm James. And I'm Jeff. Today we look at Lego's long and often troubled history of making toys for girls. Hey, James. Hey, Jeff. So, uh, this is a big topic we're it, talking about here. It's a huge topic. Yeah. It, this affects, I mean, I know I don't want to get this wrong. It's approximately half the world. Yeah, about yeah, that. A little so, over, isn't it? A little over, statistically, yes, which is due to weird birth rates and also men killing each other. Uh, yeah. So, this should be fun. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot to cover well, here. Where do you start and where do you stop, right? It's Yeah. It, it just goes and goes and goes. You it must does. have had a hard time pulling back on the research from this one. This started out as this would have been like a three hour podcast if, if everything <laughs> everything I, I could have put in, we put in, and we just can't. All right. Well, let's so get, let's because there's a lot of stuff though, uh, you should definitely head on over to breakingdads.com and check out uh, all the links to all this because there's a lot and it's fun. So uh, let's get started. Let's, let's go. Let's begin go. at the beginning. Hey, James. Come back in time with me for a little bit. Do, 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 do. Let's go to a magical no, place. Wait, I need, a, I need a time machine <laughs> that sound. Was, <laughs> that was Batman. Whoa, 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 whoa. There <laughs> we go. Thank you. Thank you, good doctor. Um, yes, if you go to pre-1970 Lego, and, and back then they made a toy for girls. Hmm. It was called Lego. Yeah. <laughs> And nobody cared. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah. They, they made their sets. And uh, if you look at, we, we talked about the marketing uh, on our last podcast. If you go in and look, they, they had boys in the pictures and they had girls in the pictures. And they were both playing Lego because Lego was the toy that they made. And kids played with toys. And that's progressive because you think that's an era of easy bake ovens and BB guns. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It would be an interesting thing. But at the same time, I'm sure if you saw an ad for wooden blocks... They weren't like, no, these are boys' wooden blocks. Well, they were all in the shape of guns. So. Yes. Uh, so it was progressive, but it was also, at the same time, the way the world was. And life was good. Um, but then, in the 70s, they started to think, hey, maybe girls don't want to build houses and cars. Maybe, maybe they want to build houses, but play with the kitchen inside the house. Oh, no. So they, uh, between 1971 and 1974... Plus, oddly enough, one set in America in 1981, uh, they had what they called the Homemaker line, which was really dolls' furniture, hmm. right? So they were competing with doll houses. They're like, hey, the girls like to build houses out of the Lego, and then we can give them the furnishing that they can put inside that to better play house. So that's fun. And you can see that it was definitely aimed towards girls because all the product shots, all the advertising for it, uh, just had girls in it. There was right. no boys in it. However, they were still a little progressive in that um, a lot of the doll sets uh, had a pamphlet in it um, to, to parents. And it read, uh, you may have seen this on the internet, but I'll, I'll read it for those that haven't. Two parents. To urge, the urge to create is equally strong in all children, boys and girls. It's the imagination that counts, not skill. You build whatever comes to your head the way you want it. A bed or a truck, a dollhouse or a spaceship. A lot of boys like dollhouses. They're more human than spaceships. A lot of girls prefer spaceships. They're more exciting than dollhouses. The most important thing is to put the right material in their hands and let them create whatever appeals to them. Yeah, and that as true then as it is now. Yes, it is. It is true. 
But at the same time, um, it's, I guess, sort of shows the way the world was back then that they had to put the letter in. Right. So that people didn't freak out and go, you can't play with that. That's, that's a, for girls. That's a girl toy. That's and a boy toy. Exactly. Yeah. Although, um, you know what? I I think that is still, you still see this kind of attitude sometimes where, you know, people will be looking when they see a boy playing mm-hmm. with something, they look a bit like, uh, is uh, that... Like, should I let my boy play with that? Toys R Us just did a, wonky. Uh, a, a uh, what are those called, flyer, <laughs> where they reversed all the pictures, and they had girls playing with the guns, and they had boys playing with the dolls, and people went crazy. See, what is, what world do we live in? It's a weird thing, and it's, it's uh, you know, because I'm, like, we've talked about this on our, our Breaking Dads podcast, like, I was fine with my kids playing with pink balls and yeah. dolls and everything like that. I played with Barbies when I was growing up. It, it didn't affect me other than I had fun when I played with the toys. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a color and it's bright. Exactly. Yeah. And you do play differently with dolls than you do with guns, oddly enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's amazing that. Yeah. Weird, huh? <laughs> it's one of those sentences I never thought I'd say. You, do, you don't get your little gun and cook it a meal and put it into bed and no. with the other guns. It's Or plan the date the gun's about to go on. It doesn't, it doesn't no, often it doesn't. happen. It tends to lead in one direction. Um, yeah. But it's, it's weird. And if you go into a toy store, it is definitely, there's a girl's aisle and then the rest of it is all for boys. So, yeah, as I say, I don't think it's yeah. interesting is this letter could almost be it's almost something you would see today, sadly. Well, sadly, but at the same time, you wish that Lego would just reprint this and put it in the sets now. Right. Because. Or or for a time have put it in their head office to remind oh, themselves that of this. would have been nice, too. Because, yeah. man, it, it seems yeah, to so, go sideways. So even when they were making things just for girls back in the 70s. And they were definitely geared towards girls. They still had an idea that, hey, this is a toy. You play with it for fun, and kids should play with toys. And it doesn't matter what toy they play with. Right. As long as they're playing. It's imagination. They're, they're doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at some time, uh, soon after they stopped putting these letters in sets, uh, they decided that girls needed girly things to build. So in 1979, they introduced a customizable jewelry, jewelry line, Scala. One of the weirdest missteps. I you, when you look at it, it doesn't even look like a Lego product. It kind of does if you like Lego because you're like, hey, those are two by two Lego plates yeah. that they have stuck on a bracelet and or pendant. They're, they're really the Lego logo is uh, oddly and curiously very small. On, it's on, on these the, ones. Yeah, it's on these ones. It's there, and it's still Lego kind of. Um, but it was a really small line and obviously did not sell because they only released two different bracelets, two different pendants, uh, two different bracelet pendant sets, which you'll recognize from their individual ones, uh, two rings, and I think the probably the most terrible of all of them, one mirror slash picture frame. So you can decorate the thing that you look at yourself with, I guess. <laughs> Lego so, narcissism. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the, all the play in it was just like, say, swapping out two by two tiles with different colors and art on them. That sounds, I guess it's like Lego watches now, but I suppose, they, they, I, I get, you know, what's funny is that I think there's this, maybe a disconnect between, you know, this kind of Scandinavian sensibility and North American markets sometimes right. where it's like the, the idea is like, hey, let's make something modular and fun and girls like jewelry and let's yeah. give them this thing. And they're not anticipating maybe the reaction or that they're just the way people play is different. Well, and this was 1979 when this came out. So yeah, the reaction true. was more sort of, 
that's a terrible product. It's more than that was offensive to anyone. Right. Yeah, yes. That's true. Yeah. There that, was not like a media firestorm. That is not girly enough. I am sorry, Lego. You've got yeah. to step your girl up. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there should be more pink there, Lego. Yeah. Let's go. We can't get more pink on the box. <laughs> Um, so I, people weren't offended with them, uh, in retrospect, I am just because it was a terrible product more that, than anything. That's true. More than yeah. anything. Yeah. Uh, so after Sc- uh, Scala fizzled out, uh, Lego went back to business as usual and they remembered that Lego was a toy for both girls and boys until it wasn't anyway. <laughs> See, uh, during this time, um, they started to, um, go more for the story selling where, where conflict was the key in the set. So the city line became about cops and robbers and firefighters fighting fires set by, I'm assuming bad arsonists. <laughs> uh, and then uh, you had your space line, which had different um, aliens fighting the, uh, the human space guys. And you had your pirate line, which was, you know, pirates versus the Imperials. Uh, and during all this time, um, they were selling more and more of these sets to boys and they were selling well. So they started designing more and more sets to appeal to these boys. So they'd sell more to boys and they'd repeat until Lego realized that girls are buying less and less Lego. And, and also grandparents and people at, yeah. for birthday parties are just not buying these sets for girls. That's right. You look at it and you go, oh, should I buy this space death ray set? I mean, g- girls will play with it. Mm-hmm. Lots of girls probably liked it, but... It's not the thing you're necessarily going to buy for your granddaughter or your, you know? Yeah. It's, it just doesn't have the quite the same appeal. Yeah. And I think, I think another thing that happened was the rise of the massive toy stores hmm. in this era as right. well. Uh, because previous to that, you'd go into a department store and they would have toys. one aisle of toys. <laughs> not right? the genderized sections. Yeah. So Lego would be right near Barbie because maybe they had two shelves, maybe, yeah. back in the day. Uh, then you get these massive Toys R Uses that have to fill a ton of space. The Lego aisle. And they the, have... The Barbie aisle. Exactly. The girl aisle, really. Yeah, it is. Because it tended to get... Here's the girls toys got Here's smaller and smaller. Exactly. So that's interesting to huh. me that that sort of happened. Um, but I think Lego realized that, hey, we need something to offer girls. So in 1992, they introduced Paradisia. 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 This is a, it's an interesting idea. It ran from 92 to 97. So I'd say you'd call that reasonably successful. And it was basically uh, based on a vacation resort. So it allowed them to use a lot of pinks and pastel greens. Um, not, I don't know if it was a, a calculated attempt to appeal to girls or if they did a vacation line and appealed to girls because they had this color palette and these ideas. I'm not entirely sure Yeah, until you look at the advertising. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, when you look at the design of it, I, yeah. I wasn't sure, and it didn't seem too offensive. And no, I they, thought, they oh, look like it's... fun sets covering... It was more like an offshoot of town or city, Yeah, right? Where you're like, oh, that's where the people that live in the city go on vacation, right? Yeah, it was. it, it all strikes me as a little weird, but... Yeah. I, yeah, and yeah, like you said, until you watch the ad. Until you watch the ad, which we have a link to on bringdads.com and it's uh hey girls here's girly girl stuff for girls to play with girls with in a girly way oh. i guess uh, i'm assuming that's the pitch that the advertising agency used to land that one <laughs> <I think> so <laughs> they just sent to the room with flowers um yeah and uh and it's it's weird if you look at it as well um like one thing is the the bills were uh, relatively simple compared to other sets released in the same time period Right, so they're a bit easier to build, bigger parts, easier to put together. Um, 
if you look at the male to female minifigure ratio, it's one of the better ones for having more female minifigures. Uh, and and the jobs are doing too. The roles in those sets, they're like not the, just serving. Well, yeah, the men tend to be the waiters and the uh, the lifeguard, hmm. right? And the female figures are the they're just hanging out, having vacation, having a good time. It goes both ways, though. Women aren't capable of having jobs, Jeff. That's right. You know, <laughs> you can't win with this stuff. <laughs> no, no. But again, nobody was. Uh, I don't think people were up in arms in the '90s about this set. No, and and the idea that Lego was trying to capture a market you know was, and they, they weren't were losing they weren't explicit about which third world country they were exploiting during these paradisia holidays no so. that's true it's true yeah <laughs> so you know it's all good <laughs> i hadn't thought of that side of it uh <laughs> just goes dark but they did one thing i think they really hit on here is that um that girls really like horses yes because <laughs> there is an amazing amount of horses in this line just lego uh, google lego horse it there must yeah, be going to come up a hundred billion pages would come yeah up. yeah um, yeah so that's fun so that's an idea I think that they held, hold on to for the rest of their life Lego yeah <laughs> so so they've gone from uh, from jewelry <laughs> to paradisia uh, but I think they were feeling that paradisia paradisia wasn't quite girly enough hmm. uh, so in 1994 Lego introduces the Bellevue line. Belleville. Belleville. Thank you if I say it right. Bellevue is would be the hospital I would like to go to <laughs> if this was the only toy available to me. Uh, oh. So this one had an amazing run. They started in 94, and it ran till 2008. And this, I, you know, as I was thinking before, is this just they needed to recoup their tooling costs on this? Like, you really question, was this successful? <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was successful because as late as 2010, you could still purchase some of the last remaining stock from the Lego website. So uh, yeah, that's not they, a they good were, sign. They were just like, we got to use these molds and, and try to make money back. Yeah, because it was there was a lot of new molds because the, the figures in it were larger, uh, more articulated dolls. So it was sort of like uh, not quite G.I. Joe sized. Um, but sort of halfway, I'd say, between G.I. Joe and a traditional Lego minifigure. Hmm. So they were big, and they looked weird. And uh, we there's a picture of a catalog that came out in 94 where they introduced this line uh, on our website as well. And it's weird because it has both the Paradisia minifigure on a horse looking up at this giant <laughs> minifigure sitting on a bench. And it's just a weird, like... It's compatible with Lego. It looked almost like a, a Lego knockoff <laughs> yeah. more than it did Lego. And it was really weird. Um, and there's barely any building in this at all. Just giant walls that look like waffles, I guess you could call them. I have no idea. Quasi- it was like, here's the idea of a wall that you can place yeah, here. Exactly. We need something to hold up the idea of a roof. Uh, and yeah, so you would... I don't even know if, if you'd play with them in that way. Is this the one where they... they... There's the set with the girl or woman or whatever yeah. it is standing amidst the rubble that she imagines as a built set. Yeah, it was that, weird. That's, that's a weird, weird one. That's, and that's the packaging. That's the that, product yeah. packaging. And that's, it's like. It's like there's been an earthquake and now I'm going to imagine rebuilding my home. Hey kids, here's a bunch of parts. But with your imagination and yeah. also the fact that these large pieces can really only be configured in one way, it could look like this. In minutes. Yes. So that's fun. Uh, I think, in fact, the whole the whole uh, Belleville there. I got it right this time. <laughs> experience can be summed up as princess homemaker. 
Yeah. Because it starts with very homemakery sets with babies and baby animals and horses. You got to make a home for those horses. And it moves over to uh, a princess, a fairy tale line they do at the end. So what is this? I'm trying to think of this time period of what, like, were they having, uh, they were trying to run up against leg, uh, sorry, uh, Barbie or some of the, the knockoffs of that time period? Yeah, I think because Mattel was the largest company, largest toy company in the world. Hmm. And I, the part of the reason for that, though, I think is if you went into Toys R Us in the, in the mid-90s hmm. and you went into the girl aisle, because, again, the, most of the toy store was dedicated to boys' toys, yeah. you go in there and it was dominated by Barbie. Right. So if you have a girl and they want a toy, they're probably going to get a Barbie. So is this, I'm wondering if they were trying to be some bit more progressive than Barbie? Were they hoping that this was going to be a, a nicer, kind of less gendered option? I think or? it goes back I, to I their dollhouse roots. And they're like, yeah. this is a dollhouse-sized minifigure for dollhouses. And we'll make cheap plastic dollhouses that have lots of furnishings hmm. for the girls to play dolls with. And it didn't work, obviously. I, I would love to hear the Lego designers talk about their ideas of what market they were trying to hit sometimes with these because it's really it's hard to it sometimes does, deconstruct it, what you, where they must have been coming from you look at this product and you can tell it's a bunch of men in a room trying to design something from them and it seems like it to seems me. like i it, mean but, we're making assumptions but it, again yeah it's 94 so who yeah. knows yeah so obviously by 97 they realized that even that wasn't girly enough <laughs> <laughs> so in 1997 they introduced the scala dolls Right. Now, this is Lego. <laughs> this is Lego trying to do Barbie. Oh. So these are large fashion dolls around almost exactly the same size as Barbie dolls, shockingly. Uh, and they have outfits that you can change, and you have hair that you can brush. Isn't that? I think they a thought thing? if we if we hadn't made a terrible mistake already, let's make one now. <laughs> these are dreadful. Yeah, I, I, well, also I'm sure they were looking at their sales, going, "Hmm, that didn't work." Uh, yeah, like the yeah, the little the clothing uh, accessory sets, yeah. and all the weird. Well, that it just doesn't even. Look, it's weird. It, yeah, because you've got sets that have more fabric than plastic. Yeah, by Lego. And that's... Yeah, and again, I guess it's hard to knock it for what they were probably running up against sales wise, mm -hmm. and looking at that time period, they were probably slumping and going, "Oh man, yeah. we need to if we can diversify. Just get, if we can just get." Two percent of the Barbie market. Yeah, that's huge dollars that they needed at that time. Because ninety-seven to two thousand one was probably some dark years. It was not the best time. Yeah, for Lego for this, sure. This probably didn't help. I would imagine because now again you got so you're still paying for the uh, the Belleville tooling process and the Scala, and now you got the Scala dolls. Yeah, I'm hoping they paid off Scala from from nineteen seventy nine at this point. <laughs> I, I don't know that they would have. <laughs> but I do like the idea that somebody thought, hey, we had a girl's line in 1979. Let's reuse that name. I'm sure that there's some goodwill in the market <laughs> from some, that line. Somebody had a good memory about it. Um, yeah. And again, so if if possible, there was even less building with the uh, <laughs> Scala Dolls line than there was with the Belleville line. Oh, so man. at this point, they're not even pretending to be a... a construction company for girls it's just here's some dolls and uh now it did have the it's for girls trinity of horses cute animals and babies right so they they definitely they're like hey if paradisia <laughs> taught us anything girls oh. like 
horses. There's a whiteboard in a in a Lego marketing room, and they had a, a, that's what they have. They literally girls have like a horses, horse, <laughs> animal, and a baby, and just a line drawn around. It's like yeah. this big recycling symbol. Circle of life, right here, guys. Somebody put a check mark beside that. Yeah. Done. Walked out. Dropped the whiteboard marker. I'm sure that that Done. actually sounds. It would Possible. be fascinating if Possible. there was video from that time. <laughs> it would just be phenomenal. Oh. So, um, shockingly, shockingly, that did not help out Lego's financial troubles what? in the early 2000s. I know, right? Uh, and now they start to get desperate, if they weren't before, because they're like, hey, half of the population of Earth still isn't buying our products. And so they go, hey, remember we did that jewelry line? <laughs> I, so oh. so I, I feel like this is proof that even a previously terrible idea can become worse. Like Lego kicked themselves when they were down. <laughs> they really did. And they're like, hey, let's do, we'll do a jewelry line and we'll call it Clickets. Why not? Because, and this is fantastic, it's called Clickets, but it really should have been called, you like beating, right? <laughs> oh. So it's weird. It was, it was a jewelry line with almost zero Lego compatibility. There was some in there, but you wouldn't even think to try because the Lego branding barely appears on the packaging. So did they think that maybe part of their financial problems was related to the Lego? They just thought, let's, yeah. you know, let's just jettison the Lego part of what we do because it doesn't <laughs> seem to be working. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, well, I feel like there was a thought towards that because they were, as we talked about uh, in the knockoffs episode, they were losing some market share. Yeah. Uh, and the patents had expired and they were losing lawsuits. So I think there was a thought in the 2000s of hey, we need to branch out. Let's get into restaurants and maternity wear. Why yeah. not? You know, let's just choose some other unrelated things. <laughs> would have been as plausible as this. Probably would have been better than this jewelry line, <laughs> which ran from 03 to 06. Uh, and I, yeah, I don't, I have no more words. No, I can't even talk about this anymore. Uh, let's move on. All right. <laughs> let's pretend that, like most Lego fans do, let's pretend that that just never happened. So like the horse with the broken leg. They... Yes. <laughs> We've taken it out back. Uh, so Belleville, though, was still running, right? And it went all the way to 2001, and uh, Paradisia was still going. It went all the way to, or sorry, Belleville went to 08. That's right. Um, so after that was finally phased out, when it stopped selling, uh, they realized that they didn't know what they were doing when it came to making toys for girls. <laughs> <laughs> they looked back oh. on their... Uh, what do we got here? Thirty-year history of attempting to make things for girls, and they realized we're terrible at it. Um, hey, let's do some research. Uh, and they needed to because by 2011, 90 percent of Lego sales were to boys. That's bonkers. Yeah, and we're talking you know millions, hundreds of millions of dollars in sales just to boys, basically. Wow. Yeah. So that's crazy. Uh, and since they didn't want to make another terrible mistake, <laughs> they spend the four years researching what girls wanted, how they play. Uh, and they found out some things. And I, there's going to be some shockers here for you, I'm sure. Mm. Uh, boys and girls play differently. What? I know, right? No. You have a son and a daughter. They do exactly the same thing all the Absolutely. time, do they not? Yeah, they're just like weird clones. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes you look at them and you go, which one are yeah, you? No, I, yeah, no. Totally. Yeah. So uh, they found that when boys build a construction set, they'll like build the castle, and then they'll play with it on the outside. People hmm. are attacking the castle, breaking the castle, getting into the castle. Uh, when girls build construction sets, they tend to play on the inside. I can affirm this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my daughter has an open-up 
castle thing and it's all about the inside set mm-hmm. and the stories and the, yep. the narrative and she'll lay out the tiny little bits of stuff. And yep. Whereas my son will build it, look at it briefly and walk away and go do something else. Exactly. He has no interest in the I have the finished playing with this toy. Whereas uh, girls look at it as I have started to play with this toy. And it's hard to, you know, scale that out to all, bur- all girls and all mm-hmm. boys. Like it's, it is difficult, but I, I think, yeah, market research would at least play out some of the, you can yes. see propensity. Exactly. Whether that's yeah, and honestly, socialized, who knows, but that's... For the girls that would build it and walk away, hmm. they already have their toys for that. Right. <laughs> the rest of the Lego line does that. Um, they found that girls love the little details, right? Hmm. So they needed to have more detailed figures. The minifigure wasn't doing it for them. Hmm. They needed more accessories and more fin- furnishings and finishings inside the set. Right, yeah. Right. Uh, and they wanted a brighter color palette. Mm-hmm. None of this... You know, they're Red, they're not green, Lego blue. Batman who yeah. only works in black <laughs> and sometimes really, really dark gray. So, um, but at the same time, yes, they learned that girls wanted a brighter color palette. They also knew that they couldn't just make pink hmm. and because that would be a terrible mistake again. They've tried that. Yeah, a bit too. It would just seem like a pathetic attempt at pandering to girls. Exactly. And yeah, in, in that time period, a misstep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, girls wanted more role-playing opportunities, and they wanted a storyline that they would find interesting based more around relationships than conflict. And so their conclusion leads them to? So uh, they launched Lego Friends in 2012, mm-hmm. and they launch it with a $40 million promotional push. Wow. So they put their money where their money is. Yeah. Which is a good place to put money. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and yeah, and it came out and uh, you can imagine after doing all this research and finding out exactly what girls wanted, that it would be met with an extreme amount of controversy hmm. because the world looked at it and said, oh no, <laughs> you're not doing that. How dare you market to girls in this way? Uh, uh and it was swift. Uh, there was a, a change.org petition that within the first month, uh, they got 36,000 people to sign it. And the basic premise was, stop selling out our girls. Hmm. So they wanted it to not be overtly girly to be marketed towards girls. Uh, There was complaints that Lego was reinforcing gender stereotypes because there was a beauty shop and a veterinarian and stables. Hmm. Um, However, people tend to gloss over the fact there was also a float plane and an invention workshop and a skateboard set. Yeah, my my daughter has the little inventor girl. Yeah. She loved making inventory things. And it was, you know, she played it out next to a pizza shop next to a stable. Yeah. It's all there. She's like, whatever. This is all stuff going on in my town. Exactly. So, uh, and yeah, um, people felt that the builds were dumbed down, Hmm. uh, which has been a common, a thing that Lego has done in the past (laughs) with their sets for sure. Yeah. A valid complaint on those other ones. Um, Lego counters that argument with this one, saying that the entire Friends line, the initial run, was designed for girls between uh, ages 5 and 6. So if you're comparing these ones to other sets designed for kids aged 5 to 6, they're at a comparable difficulty level. It's when you compare it to sets designed for 12-year-olds that you get in trouble. And another aspect is that if they've identified that... um you know, girls want to be more involved with the play with the set and the inside of the set and not about the build itself. Yeah. They're, they're going to make the build quicker and easier because they know girls want to get to the imaginative play mm-hmm. component as opposed to spending all of the time on the mechanical build. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're trying to really 
they're playing to their audience. Yep. They're not trying to just say, hey, like, and this is the difficult part of any design nowadays, I think, is yeah. the internet is swift and full of blustery opinion, but yeah. it, the opinions go both ways. And yeah, it's a problem now, I feel like, well, in all product manufacturing. and But it's definitely become more of a problem when you're marketing to girls than boys because right. they talk about the fact that it reinforced gender stereotypes. My God, look at the rest of it. Yeah, look at the... the Turn it around. The Pirates line. Look at the Castle line. Look at the... the even the town line. Yeah. The town... The city line is full of boy wish fulfillment. What is your... And yeah. Not my boy. Like, what is... You know, it's crazy. <laughs> my daughter wants to be a fireman. Right. Yes. Not, not my son. Yes. He does not want to be a fireman or a cop or a construction worker, or a... But they're still stuck in these old-fashioned... Absolutely. ...gender, boy gender roles. And they're, the, they're not even, like, striving gender roles. Not to say mm-hmm. that it's not a big deal, you know, but they don't have the... Uh, there's not the civil engineer line in the yeah. same way. You know, like, they yeah. emphasize... Or why there's no fashion design studio in the no. city line for boys that want to... Exactly. ...design fashion. But, you know, they are going with things that are good for play, mm-hmm. which is vehicles, planes, yep. things that are fun both as a toy and a thing you build. Exactly. And so yeah. Lego's caught in a weird thing of um, being forced to get involved in the conversation about gender identity and social right. change and things like that. When they're and, just trying to make money. Yeah, they're, they're saying, we want to make a toy that you build and then you play with it. Yeah. And that based on what what consumers have told us they want. That's a lot of limitations yeah. in a way. Yeah. So in a way they've been kind of pushed into this corner. Mm-hmm. Whereas instead of saying, Hey, we're gonna make a kid, you know, a boy line where yeah, there's some really long elaborate he's a web developer. Yes. And like <laughs> you know, it's it's not a fun set to make. <laughs> so you're gonna make a, you know, he he pours concrete. Why yeah, not? Exactly. Because but, you're building something else. But we sh- you know, we could just as easily, as you say, level these complaints against the boys line. Yeah. Or the kind of boy aimed line. Yes. Although again, Lego would like to clarify that the wrestler line is not a boys line. It's well, just that they've been making things that boys like. And I think my my kids played this out. I mean that mm-hmm. my my daughter the other day, they wanted to uh, they were playing with Minecraft stuff. Yep. My daughter was in there playing. She wants to do more imaginative play with it, but she really wanted to be in there. And she also wanted, uh, a while ago for her birthday, a purple rocket ship. Yep. Which doesn't exist. Does not exist, yes. And so she was really like, no, I want it like an astronaut set, but I want it in purple. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I could go and, you know, get the sets and assemble this (laughs) beautiful thing because there's a photo you found of one of them. It's gorgeous. It looks awesome. It is a phenomenal. love it. Yes. But, and then you look at the five sets you'd have to buy yeah. to to make it. And you're like, oh, that's cost prohibitive. Oh. At the same time, I think if, if Heart Lake City, where Lego Friends takes place, uh, all of a sudden had a space exploration set, that would sell like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it will. The, I think the Lego movie line was a step in mm-hmm. the right direction in a way. Yeah. Um, because terms... the movie appealed to both boys and girls, yeah, uh, young and old, <laughs> and they had a lot of different sets at a lot of different price points for a lot of different uh, experience level of building. Yeah, so I agree. Yeah, I think it it sort of uh, is one of the reasons it, they had a, a good year in two thousand. Well, it wasn't trying to tell a specific boy girl story. Mm-hmm. It was just trying to tell a story, and then boys and girls could get involved in that story, yes. which I think was maybe the way Lego needs to be thinking instead of mm-hmm. uh, targeting their product in one direction or the other that being said by targeting their product in one direction or another how's it done they've done extremely well 
Um, in fact, the the sales have started to to overshadow the controversy. Hmm. Uh, the uh, when it debuted in 2012, it did double the sales expectations they had for it. Wow. Which I imagine when you're putting $40 million into marketing, you have... So maybe the uh, controversy actually helped their marketing efforts of $40 million in the first place. It may have. There's the whole, you know, all press is good press yeah. uh, part of it. I think Lego tried to respond well. Hmm. They, I think they also knew there was going to be controversy and they tried they're to get out escape it. ahead of it. Yeah. yeah. So there were statements being released before the questions were even being asked. Hmm. Um in 2012, the year it came out, Friends became the fourth best-selling Lego theme, hmm. behind only Star Wars, Ninjago, and City, wow. and selling more than the superhero line huh. that year. So that's pretty good. So they all that time that girls weren't playing with the Lego because it hadn't been aimed at them, yeah. now the, the floodgates opened. And boy, did they, because they went from having less than 10% of their customers to be, being girls to having over 27% of their customers being girls in 2012. Wow. That's a that's a pretty good increase hmm. and you're not this is not losing sales, you know, they're buying this set over this other set like you would traditionally get when you release a new theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is people that hadn't bought Lego before buying it. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so I guess you know, were they really just giving the consumers what they wanted? Are, are the gender biases a uh, reflection of the world as it exists today? And maybe we shouldn't ask a for-profit toy company to try to come in and fix this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, It, it is hard. I, I think, you know, it, it seems to be, yeah, it seems to work. My daughter has friend sets. Yep. She loves them. Yep. Um, she does play with them. But then she mixes it in with all of the other stuff. Yes. So for her, it's a starting point, but it's mm-hmm. not... It is a. I think she finds it a little limiting, in yeah, some ways. So, yeah. but I guess the the upside is that there are all those other sets out there. Yeah, and maybe um, for some of these girls, uh, getting a Lego friend set is something where they go, okay, that's pretty cool. I'll build that. Hey, I like this. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, ah, I don't like any of anything they have for offer. I might like building stuff, but I'm not sure, and I I won't find out. Yeah. So you know, I guess it could be the gateway in hopefully maybe and i guess it depends if the the girls have older boy siblings as well yeah that that has an effect that's part of it i think yeah absolutely yeah because then you've got the other sets already there yeah yeah she she sees those and goes "Mm, i like those i like those colors i like those weird things on it yes (laughs) i want to crush stuff (laughs) Uh, and really i mean you know uh, we we've got some links to a beautiful spaceship a mech and a uh uh, a oh, lunar, the, a lunar the, rover. The mech. I yeah, love that. That's pretty awesome. Isn't yeah, it? I want to build that. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, it it that's the nice thing about the Lego Friends line is it is Lego. Yes, the mini dolls look different than minifigures, but they can stand beside the minifigures. This is not like the the Belleville towering over minifigures. The hair pieces are interchangeable. Which, as someone who does some Lego minifigure customization. I love the new hairstyles right. so very much. Yeah. Uh, so See, is it, is the sales really about the girls, or is it about uh, adult builders going, "Oh my gosh, we can finally get fuchsia pieces." There's definitely a part of that. I'm going to buy 20 of these sets, but but uh, adult builders only account for about five to ten percent of Lego sales right. every year, whereas. Going from 10% girl sales yeah. to 27% of your customers yeah, being girls, that's true. That's that is a much bigger piece yeah. of the action. So, uh, And the, the follow-up from all this controversy has helped LEGO make some 
actual changes to their product offering. Right. Um, including uh, a big one is just adding more female minifigures exactly. into the other themes. Yeah. The, the new space theme that we looked at mm-hmm. has one of the astronauts is, is a female. One of the yeah. scientists at NASA, which they don't call NASA because they didn't license it, right. is, is a female scientist. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. No, exactly. I think that in, in, that's a really simple change. So easy. To make to address the concerns of your user base. Yeah. Is Absolutely. Don't make the variety of offering huge and have mm-hmm. have boys in the friend set, have women in all the other sets. Yep. It's and, open for play for everyone. And they've definitely done that. Uh, yeah. the, the friend set is by far the most diverse set they have because they have girls in it. They and, have boys in it. And they also now. have uh, ethnic diversity. Yes. A which is a huge thing. Yes. Which is so, great. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird, though, for Lego because the whole idea in the past was they're just yellow yeah it's true yeah it is true so that's fun um but like we say at the end of the day whether it's friends whether it's uh pirate it's it's lego yep just build whatever you want it's yeah tell right? a story don't tell a story make exactly. a pile of rubble <laughs> make something and then throw it on the ground so it smashes or make something and keep it forever in pristine condition yeah it's your toy and it's a toy so just do what you want with it and it's interesting just it you know gives people a perspective on how companies have to deal with mm-hmm. their all of their their consumers it's a really I, I think consumers have a lot more sympathy to Lego than they might to uh, some of the other For toy sure. manufacturers yeah. but it even still it shows the reaction mm-hmm. um yeah it just shows how how people have felt about toys in general yeah. like the and that if there's this much vitriol going towards Lego on some of this stuff you can imagine the overall feeling people have towards all toys. Yeah. I think part of it is that um people have such an emotional connection to right. toys, right? Yeah. And I think that the the Lego Friends line, you know, I mean, you look at the sales, it's here to stay. And personally, I was a little unsure about it when it was first announced and when mm-hmm. it first came out, I didn't know what to think of it. Um and I thought it was maybe pandering a little bit and wasn't mm-hmm. the best it could be. But at the end of the day, I think that there's going to be a, a huge new generation of Lego lovers that will look back on the Lego Friends line with that same nostalgia and fanaticism as current Lego maniacs look back on classic space and pirate. Um, I think for some people, this is going to be the line that brought them into Lego, and I think the the world will be a better place for it. And I think when your purple mech robot saves your stable of uh, many, 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 many horses, yes. it's it's all going to be good. And the babies are safe and everything's good. <laughs> yep. I think that's, uh, I think I'm going to go home and build a purple mech and save some horses I with it. I love it. I want to see it. Okay. <laughs> oh, right. You've been Jeff. And you're still James. I'm still James. And uh, check you out at, at Still Sorting. That's right. And uh, if you wanted to check any of the images or videos we talked about here, breakingdads.com. Yep. Leave us a message. Let us know what you think. And definitely, if you've got a moment, pop on iTunes and rate us up so other people can find us. And be kind. Be kind. Please. Be kind. Please be kind. All right. We'll see you next week.